Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about how better corporate governance is helping returns for pipeline companies. We've done lots of calls with clients over the past two to three weeks, several times the normal volume. It's because of weakness in midstream energy infrastructure. Investors are weary. They're tired. Many of the questions are the same. When is the sector going to bounce? When is it going to start keeping up with the S&P 500 again? It continues to underperform. The frustrating thing is that the Shell Revolution is the most fantastic American success story. No other country has anything like it. Horizontal drilling and fracking are almost exclusively American. It's a fantastic example of how America's form of capitalism has allowed the private sector to flourish and to be ingenious. It's brought together many competitive advantages in terms of bigger oil, gas, and natural gas liquids production in North America. Of course, you have to have the geology, the existing energy sector with infrastructure, access to water, access to capital. But you also need a culture of new business formation, a constant striving for improvement, for innovation. A little understood feature is privately owned mineral rights, where in America, we all assume that if we find oil or gas in our backyard, it's ours. But that's very rare in the world. Look at the UK, where mineral rights belong to the government. It's caused a huge problem in Northern England, where companies have been fracking under communities in Lancashire for very little benefit for the locals. It's felt to people living there as if big businesses conspire with big government to exploit what's under their feet with very little benefit for the people that are living there. And so the earth tremors, the small tremors that are caused by fracking, have obviously upset people, understandably. I wouldn't want fracking going on under my backyard either. So recently, the UK government outlawed it. In America, landowners and local communities get to profit from exploiting the resources that are under their feet. And this makes it much easier for deals to be done and production to go up. America's shale revolution has lowered energy prices globally, most especially for Americans. Electricity prices in America are two-thirds what they are in the EU. The shale revolution has improved our energy security. It's lowered CO2 emissions because we're using more natural gas and less coal. Natural gas is abundant, and natural gas is part of any serious solution to combat climate change. If the world phased out coal in favor of natural gas, greenhouse gas emissions would fall by 17%, more than the entire output of America. But the problem is that natural gas production has been so successful and it's so abundant that the independent drillers are killing themselves with too much volume. They're producing so much that it's driving prices down too far to cover their cost of capital. Chesapeake Energy is a recent example along the poster child for buying up leaseholds in Pennsylvania to exploit natural gas. Chesapeake, of course, is on its heels, and there are questions about whether they'll even survive with their current structure. 
The pressure on exploration production companies or EMP has spilled over onto pipeline companies because these EMP companies are the customers of the pipelines. But it's worth pointing out that pipelines or midstream energy infrastructure has done much better than the EMP sector this year. Our American Energy Independence Index, the most broadly representative index of midstream energy infrastructure or pipelines that's investable, is about 40% ahead of XOP, the S&P index that uh, follows the EMP companies over the last year. But there's interesting performance differences within the sector as well. Many big master limited partnerships or MLPs have converted to be corporations in the past several years. This is because MLPs have a limited set of buyers. They give you a K1 instead of a 1099 at tax time. This makes their investor base very narrow and limits it really to older, wealthy Americans who want income. But the fact is that US equity investors are by far institutions and they face many tax barriers to hold MLPs. So many of the biggest MLPs have converted to be corporations, including names such as Kinder Morgan, Williams Companies, and One Oak. They've done this to access the world's investors. But in the process, they've also adopted better corporate governance. Better corporate governance means better protections for investors. It's why some of the biggest ESG funds, ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance, funds that focus on companies that are trying to do right. Some of the biggest ESG funds own pipeline corporations because of the G in ESG that stands for governance. So Kinder Morgan, Williams, and Wanoak regularly show up on the list of holdings of ESG funds, whereas Energy Transfer, a partnership with a poor history of ripping off its investors, doesn't. Or Tallgrass, which has its infamous side letter allowing management to sell their shares at a higher price to Blackstone, who is potentially looking to acquire the rest of the company. On this issue of governance, recently Enlink has been in the news. Their stock has gotten crushed over the last year because Devon Energy, their biggest customer, is reducing its activity. And we write about Enlink in this Sunday's blog. Global Infrastructure Partners, a big and sophisticated private equity fund, owns 46% of Enlink. But Global Infrastructure Partners has all kinds of superior rights and freedom from obligations that put it in a much better place than the other investors in Enlink. You'll read about it in Sunday's blog. The result is that if you look at the American Energy Independence Index, which is 80% corporations, it's up 14% this year, 14% ahead of the Alarian MLP Index, which is full of MLPs, which generally have weaker governance and poorer protections for investors. Corporations are much better than partnerships in terms of investor protection, and it's showing up in performance. When you invest in midterm energy infrastructure, make sure that you buy a fund that keeps MLPs below 25%. If you buy the names directly, focus on corporations more than MLPs. How companies protect your rights can make a big difference to performance. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.